world today You're so good to me, I know, but I can't change Tried to tell you, but you look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath Thank you for listening Innocent to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Means. Kevin, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. It's always so fun to see you. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. Likewise. And, you know, you haven't been coming in as much lately, but this, you know, it's the second time I've seen you in the last couple of weeks. I know. You know so it's, it's very welcome. Maybe I should do more shows. I, I don't know. I think you should. I do get messages. Wanda, when's your next show? I'm the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40.com, and my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. And I have my first reading this week at Leaves Bookstore in Fort Worth. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I'm there from 4 to 6, and then I have to read at 5.30. When is it? It's this Saturday, October 20th. I'm going to try to be there. At, I read at 5.30. Very nice. So it's Leaves Bookstore, L-E-A-V-E-S, and they are owned by Tina Howard, and they are in um, Fort Worth, like off of 30 and something. Oh, by the way, I saw your uh, TV appearance. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Nellie Shudo, she had me on Channel 11, and we talked about the book. I was really excited, very thankful, and they air it, and I guess they put it on her YouTube. I don't know. It's a nice piece. I'm trying to find it, because I want to make sure we get it up on uh, your website and social media and stuff, but this video you sent me was hard to hear, because it was a tape of a tape. So. Oh, <laughs> that just tells you how stupid I am when it comes to video. I mean, even Randy had to tell me how to roll up a damn cord. He's like, Wanda, <laughs> it's very I, simple. And he, ro- I'm like, I, I guess I have zero audio visual talent. And I'm just a major obsessive compulsive stickler when <laughs> it comes know. to AV stuff. So You should hang out with Randy. You two can talk <laughs> about all your AV bullshit. Definitely. Okay, so if this rain doesn't stop, I'm going to go crazy. I can't believe every... What's it been raining? Five days now? It's depressing as fuck. And we never talk about the weather, but I'm talking about it because my son was in a car accident, kind of. Um, what son? Little one. He oh. wasn't driving. Oh, okay. The dad was driving. They were going to Tulsa for a tournament, and he had it on cruise control, and they hydroplaned. Oh, Have yeah. Have you ever hydroplaned on cruise control? I know you never use cruise control when it's raining because of that exact thing, but every well, time I hydroplane, I shit my pants for a second because well, it's just such a startling. So do I, <laughs> but he had it in cruise, and I guess cruise automatically shifts that whenever you slow you think you're slowing down like when you're going up a hill yeah. on cruise control it automatically guns it to mm-hmm. get, to maintain the speed to compensate to, so it must have done the same thing and they spun around landed in the ditch he said the people in Oklahoma were so nice they were out helping them and they were out within 20 minutes but nobody God, hurt but I mean still nobody shook was up hurt though, but they literally spun around and you know I would have had a fucking heart attack <laughs> yeah, me too especially my little one was in there you know and anyway so just tell the rain to stop plus I have to go to a football game tonight in this 40 degree weather I don't oh. even have a coat my girlfriend wants to go to the fair and I'm like man I cannot oh, do it <laughs> that was my next thing I was gonna ask have you been to the fair I did I, did. I was fortunate enough to go uh, the second week when the weather was awesome it was like perfect that day it was 80 degrees sunny and now it's, it's well, gross but I was out there working not for not for fun oh you had to work you had a show remember yeah, when we did a show, show out there, there a couple years ago yeah we should do that again I was planning on doing all kinds of Let's shows do this it year, in the, rain. the weather has sucked and in I 40 thought, degrees I thought the fair went on went through next week also and it doesn't does yeah. it end this week I'm pretty sure. Because Little Richard's coming in tomorrow for his fall break, and he wants to go to the fair. And I'm like, shoot me now, please. I'm like, I'll go. I'll get a Fletcher's corny dog, <laughs> and then I'm leaving. <laughs> That's all I want is a corn dog I'm going to spend 50 and, uh, bucks to get in there, buy too many tickets, and skip on the Fletcher's corny dog. You can always say you're with KEPX, and they'll let you in as media, just so you know. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you have a badge for me? No. 
But I, I guess when technically I, went I time, wouldn't be lying. They didn't ask me for credentials. I just said, you know, I came up. Well, I was carrying a bunch of gear, so they're like, obviously oh. this guy's not bullshit. Well, that's all you got to do is carrying gear. Yeah. Well, Randy always says if you want to get into one of his WWE shows, walk in with a fake gun, not a fake gun, but like like your like your police person, <laughs> like your security, or, or yeah. a mop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. They're not going to give you shit if they think you're janitorial. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They're just going to keep on going. Speaking of WWE, you know they're going to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about all that? You told me about it. I, I, well, it's all I'm over still- the news. What do you think about... Um, I mean, I just... I don't like him going because I think... Uh, I, I just don't nuts. like him going because he's gone for so long. But, I mean, what do you think about all these people? What do you think about this guy who was killed? I mean, was he killed? I mean, what is it? Which guy are you talking about? The reporter. About? Oh, yeah. Um, it, see, think, I, w- I would be leery of anyone going over there, personally. But Randy's I, like, we're going to be fine. We go, we do a show, we come back. It's a business deal. Whatever. Uh, but, like, that guy, I mean, I would, I mean, and they don't take any women. N- women don't wrestle there. Uh, they don't take any of the crew. I, I can't imagine. But he's AV crew, right? He's AV, yeah. Well, he's television. Is that the same thing? Uh, kind see, of, yeah. Tells you what I don't even know. So I had a really shitty day yesterday. What happened? Uh, I went to a funeral. Oh, yeah, that is always shitty. And the weather sucks. And yeah, well, uh, one of my good friends, her husband, killed himself. And I give the minister during the funeral that. a lot of credit because he says there is an enormous white elephant in the room, and I'm just gonna say it. He took his own life, and we none of us understand because he. And I was like, wow, finally, someone stepped up and talked about the. Yeah. In my book, I have a chapter called the. <laughs> the elephant panting in the sanctuary. It's its more obvious than the one standing there. But I mean, I think about it and it just, it saddens me. And so his wife got up and spoke who we used to be really good friends for many years. And you never ever see the wife talk right um, at, at the funeral. And she, and I, and I have to give her so much credit because she stood up and she said he was the coolest guy I've ever known. And he was, he was Uber fucking cool, funny, love to debate me, asshole. Kidding. <laughs> I love you, Rusty. I really do. Rest in peace. But she looked at the casket and she said, but this wasn't cool. And I told her I was so proud of her because I think it took a lot of courage oh, to, say, yeah. to say that to her. And she looked at her yeah. daughters and said, your dad was an amazing guy. And he was an amazing guy. At just one moment in time, he just couldn't face it anymore. And even the minister said, you know, he wasn't sick. He's he's a great guy. He made a bad, like a, a really bad decision. It kills me. Yep. There's one thing that always sticks with me. I remember watching this uh, little documentary piece um, on a guy, one of the survivors of jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. And he said, every, uh, so oh, there's right? only a few survivors. Like, right. Ever, and he said that one thing they all have in common is they say the second they left the rail, they regretted it. Right. And that like always like sticks in my mind for anyone. Oh, with anyone. Know. But most people don't survive. Right. Right. Okay. But, the fact but that I also, most people, I think, once they realize they're killing themselves, re- change their mind. You know. Right. And, well, and you can't change your mind the second you 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 know pull that trigger. No. 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 There's no time for that in that situation. So, anyways, um, I know this is depressing. We got to get off this topic. Let's move on to a more interesting topic. Guess who my guest is today? You will never guess. I okay. You know, I, I know. I happen. To you already know. So you have to act surprised. Yes, okay. But all it's right. Still really, I mean, really, really fascinating. I'm very much looking forward to okay, it. Okay. So every week on my show, I have a weekly pedophile report because, yes. as, as you know, I was abused as a child by uh, my stepfather, who is a sexual predator. Is a subject very close to your program. Obviously, it's very close to me. And you know, I talk about my crazy sex life and dating and my kids. I tell all kinds of fun stories. But but you know, the core of me was my abuse that I endured as a child. So I have always said that 
a pedosexual, a pedophile is a sexuality. And people think it's curable. Well, it's not because it's like being straight or gay right. or whatever you are. So I posted on Instagram a funny thing about cunts, you know, and, and Sorry. I know I said, you know, maybe people don't judge you for your race or your sexuality or gender or whatever. Maybe it's just because you're an unlikable cunt, which I thought was funny. It is funny. Because in essence, what it's saying is don't judge someone by their color, judge them by their character. Yeah. But, you know, the C word always amps it up a little. I don't think it's something supernatural. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're just an asshole. Well, sometimes you're just an asshole, right. And so it has nothing to do with anything. Right. uh, Your color or anything. Although, real fast, side note, I was watching CNN the other day, and they had two back-to-back stories. First one was a woman who lost her job because she was in her building, and a black guy was trying to get in, and she was scared and wouldn't let him in. Apparently, the video went viral. She ended up losing her job because this video was all over. I haven't seen that one. So, the very very next lead-in to the next story is two black guys beating a bowling ball owner with a or a bowling alley manager with the bowling ball two black guys so you go from one extreme to the next how could you discriminate against this guy and then the next story is them good point. I mean, literally taking a bowling ball and they show the video where he picks up the bowling ball, the black dude, yeah. and to smash it on the head of the white dude who was just running the bowling alley and he was kicking them out because apparently they were being unruly or whatever. But like, why run those two stories side by side? It is very odd. It is an odd pairing for a I media like, package. I don't know that I, I would ever like put those two together. I feel like a producer did that on purpose. Don't Probably. you? Oh, I mean, uh, if that were an accident, then How people would say, How dare you be you scared of someone? S- You're a racist asshole and then you get attacked. I, yep. And then the next story is they get attacked. I- you just messed up your camera, but oh, and our guest is calling in, so oh, you probably should take shit. a break. Here, what, is <laughs> it better? I'll fix I it during the break. <laughs> Kim always says, "Want don't talk with your hands because <laughs> you might mess up the camera." Okay, so leading back to my story before I went off on a tangent, like I always do, uh, we have a pedosexual on the show who I met on Instagram, and I was curious because I've obviously never talked to uh, a pedophile or other than the one who molested me. Um, and this guy is willing to be open. But the difference in this man, he's young, he's in his 30s, he lives in Arizona, is he has never acted out on his sexuality. So we could talk about the difference between being a pedosexual and a pedophile. Coming up, Wanda Means, One Blunt Woman. <laughs> One Blunt Woman with Wanda Memes is next. I'm one blunt woman, and sometimes I feel like I'm a searchlight looking in the dark. Do you like that song, Kevin? I do. I love that song. So before I uh, went to break, I talked about I was having a special guest on today, and usually I have my weekly pedophile report, but we're certainly doing a twist on this today. Um, I met this guy on Instagram 
However, I, I, meet is not really the word you use. What word do they use today in kid terms? Uh, connect? I, I don't know. Okay, so... I'm, I'm, I'm old now. So. I'd say hook up. <laughs> I'd say we hooked up on Instagram, but I, you know, I hook up with men in person. So that's how I think hook up is. Yeah, yeah, me too. Anyway, so he is from Arizona, and he commented on one of my um, posts about cunts. Which I thought was funny. <laughs> I did. I thought it was it's funny. It's rude. The post is not about cunts. I know. <laughs> it's just about it, it, people shouldn't judge on how you look, who you are, or uh, what your gender, your race is, your sexual. They shouldn't. They should just judge you if you're a fucking asshole. Right. And so, you know, he said, I don't think it was funny. I'm like, well, I did, but I didn't mean to offend you. I was just trying to say it's not about you. It's about assholes. But he's on the line. And so we got to talking and he... Uh, made a comment about the LGBT and about, you know, the hypocrisy of it. And he said something about pedosexuals. And I asked him, are you a pedosexual? And he said, yes. And I said, wow, let's talk. And he, we DM'd each other and we had a very open and honest and frank conversation. And I got to tell you, it really opened my eyes. He's on the line now. Uh, I don't know his name, but he goes by unicorn on Instagram. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Thank you for being brave enough to call in to me because I, I, I'm pretty much against anyone that would ever touch my child. And I made this very clear to you because I don't think you would. But I, I find you brave enough to come on and talk about this because part of me has such tremendous empathy for you as a person because I've always said pedophilia is a sexuality and... And you've never acted upon it, but it's still your sexuality. And so my empathy lies with how could we as any human not have sex? Like if I didn't have sex with my boyfriend, I'd go crazy, you know, but it's, it's a legal consenting of age relationship. But for a pedosexual, it's not, but you're still a human. I, I don't know what to say. I, I would love to hear your side. Well, um, yeah, everybody is a sexual being. Uh, That's how I feel. I think, I think that humanity has just gone through different waves of what is considered to be uh, appropriate or inappropriate. And, uh, you know, we're at a point today where uh, heterosexuality just kind of reigns supreme and we've had scapegoats. Uh, throughout history, you know, all different kinds of groups of people being uh, put down in order for the rest of the population to feel normal and good and and uh, and acceptable. Um, you know, I I am a virgin. I've never been with anyone. And you're in your early thirties, uh, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, so, same age as me. That's a long time to go. Truly. I'm not advocating uh, yeah, that you yeah. go do this to a child at all. I, I'm just, I, I'm looking at this purely from the human factor. Sure. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I entirely, to me, when somebody approaches me uh, and they know I've, I've divulged to them that I am pedosexual uh, and they come at me with the opinion that, not the opinion, but the view that, I don't know what a parent's view on this issue is. 
or that I don't know what the rest of the world thinks about adult child sexual interaction. It's kind of belittling. I mean, it's really like I live on the same planet as everyone else. I know what is considered acceptable and not acceptable. Um, and I don't choose my sexuality. It's, it's just a catch. It's not a catch 22. It's a, between a rock and a hard place. I mean, underneath, underneath a concrete slab. It's wow. Just, there's a metaphor. There's an image for you. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. I, I, when we communicated, you had said that, you know, what if we lowered the age of consent? And I, right. I mean, I think some states have gone to 17. I don't know how much lower you yeah, can go than that. Um, I know that. I mean, I guess there's pedosexuals who like prepubescent and there's pedosexuals who like, I don't think they're, are they prepubescent? Is a pedosexual? What is postpubescent but underage? Is that a different name? Well, the, the labels are all silly. I mean, really. Well, okay. Opinion, but I, I, but it gives people an under, it gives people a starting point. Yeah. Well, um, pedophilia is the paraphilia that, had been defined in the DSM Diagnostic Statistical Manual, uh, and that's basically prepubescent, uh, attraction to prepubescent. And then you have hebophilia, which is attraction to teenagers, uh, young teenagers, in, during pubescent puberty. Okay. Uh, and then basically the combination of the two, people call them pedophiles, people call them hebophiles or pedohebophiles. I mean, it's it's really just open kind of to the, the individual. Um, yeah. So, do, I know this is going to sound, this is what I said to my son when, if you know, because we talk about the whole Me Too and rape and whatnot, you know, and consent. I tell him, I said, if you can't, if a girl says no, get a blow-up doll. And I literally said this to him, and I aired it online, and I got quite a few hits on that. <laughs> yeah, I remember Kevin. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but that would that satisfy you in any way? I mean, I, I can't imagine it would, but... I'm sorry, say that again? What would that... If, if someone were to say, well, just get a blow-up doll. I mean, oh. is that well, any sort of... I mean, I know a lot of people do that, like, that are even of age adults, you know? Like, is sure, that... A, I, mean, I, I suppose. I suppose, okay. It's definitely not an actual... You can't have a relationship with a blow-up doll. No, it's not just a sexual attraction. It's a, it's a relationship. Okay. Me, yeah, yeah. It's and and you know, if you if we were to simply just lower the age of consent, things would not go according to plan. Um, I think it's an over time, a gradual process. It would. It's not a catastrophic event. You know, where we just boom lower the age of consent, and then you have a bunch of vulnerable people who don't know how. To, they're not developed to that point. As, whereas other countries with lower ages of consent, they've had that, that uh, lower age for a while. Those kids have grown up that way for a long, long time. I mean, several generations have grown up that way. Um, uh, and when I say that way, I just mean that the permissions for things are younger in that country. So that we're not retarding populations. Uh, but my further, question further. to you, that makes sense. okay. But my question to you is, if you if if 
how can you have a 20-year relationship with anyone? Because a 12-year-old's going to grow up, and in 20 years, they're going to be 32. Correct. So you, so sure. it's not about, so I'm just questioning, because to me, it doesn't sound like you said the relationship, but people grow up. So, yeah, so then what, do you just turn them in for the next one or <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me because we want, we as humans need relationships, period. And, sure, and the reason we don't have relationships well, with children is because like you said, they're not developed. I mean, I, I, I'm 48. I can't have a relationship with a 20-year-old, with a 30-year-old, because I don't think they're developed. But I, I need well, like-minded. Have, sure. I mean, parents have a, a specific type of relationship with their, their children. True. This, I have four of them. A, an adult. Oh, wow. Um, if, I, if I were to have a relationship with a young person, uh, minor, it wouldn't be... You couldn't attach the same activities or the same descriptors that you would from an adult-adult relationship. It would not look the same. Um, there would be, to me, it would be a mixture of parenting, a mixture of mentoring, a mixture of being a lover. Um, but that's just my opinion on it. I haven't seen, I mean, I, I've heard of instances like that in the past, but you know, that's just not a family dynamic that is, is here in America. Uh, over in Amsterdam, it's something that is a little bit more uh, known. So you know, why wouldn't you move there? Why wouldn't you move there? If it's I, I don't have the means. In uh, fact, I am, okay. I'm actively trying to. You know, when people say love it or leave it, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit harder than that. And, uh, but so what I don't I, understand I, is... You, but why don't let me go you back have to your, children? Your question. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll go back to your other question, then I'll answer that one. So, um, yeah, kids grow up, and we don't know what's going to happen. If we're going to stay in love, or if the love falls away and the attraction stays there, or if the attraction falls away and the love stays there, or if the attraction and the love stay there, or if they both fall away. And, oh, no, you know, part and you get new partners. I mean, the average person has, what, seven partners in a, large, in a lifetime? Well, fuck, I have beat but, that average <laughs> over fivefold or more. I would Actually, say that's a pretty modest can, That's a modest but, number. But, well, sh- that was before I got married. <laughs> I'm just keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I think the, uh, the thing to, to take note here is uh, – I don't think that my mindset, like my education and the way that I look at the world and the way that I have, I look at kids and I have uh, reservations um, about the way that I go about life. And I, I, um, I'm not just willy nilly. And I, I I don't, I don't know how to to say this. You're not a predator. uh, Right. There we go. That's what I wanted, wanted to say is that there is a distinction between predators well yes some people that's a good point i i would be a murderer if i killed three people on my top of my list but since i've never killed them i'm not a murderer so but so you you can't be accused i mean you can't be convicted because you haven't done anything correct yeah i mean so therein lies and that's why that's why I'm able to talk about it. 
is because people who have done stuff, regardless if it's abusive or violent or uh, regardless if the individual says, oh, the child wanted it, you know, nobody believes that, even if the child actually did want it. Nobody believes it, and people say, oh, it's not good for the child's development. I don't know. The research isn't there because they're not able to do the research. Laws prevent us from even doing it. I mean, there's other things about research that's going. So I do want to answer your, I do want to answer your question about why I don't have kids. Is that, was that your question? Yes. Because if you're yeah, if you're I, wanting a relationship I, where you mentor a child, I mean, seems to me that yeah, just go to go to an egg bank and get an egg and a surrogate, and you know, again, you, you might mean, make I, a great father. I, yeah. I agree. I mean, I I think. Um, I'm just trying to sort out my life. I'm 30 and I'm, I'm right now I'm looking for work. I, I am on unemployment right now. I hate to say that. And, uh, it's just, I don't know. Life has just beat me and I'm just trying to do my best in order to get to the point that I can go get a donor egg or who knows, maybe I will even find a woman who I can trust and who trusts me and we can have a, non-sexual relationship. I mean, I'm open to that. I am. Well, how about, even like, another I, man. I know you like, you, you err more towards the male side uh, or lean more towards the male side. What, what have you, I mean, what about a 20 year old man? It's, it's legal. He's young. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying. Sure. I don't, <laughs> it seems to me like maybe you no, can be in the middle. <laughs> maybe yeah, just, totally. if I you agree. like him young, and I try. just, Make sure they're legal. That's all. And consenting. You're, you're totally right. I mean, I, I try. I I find those the young looking ones, and most of the time, it's just that they don't, they don't, they're not into me. I mean, I I'm not the most attractive person, and uh, <laughs> it 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 sounds it's always easier said than done. I mean, I would love to just find that young looking person, and you know. They're 18 to 20, and they're like, oh, no, nobody 25 or older. Or, uh, and um, unfortunately, I don't drink, so I don't go to bars, and that's a huge, huge hit on my social life. Well, there's plenty so, of bars that you could go to. But I, I mean, if, I, I understand what you're saying here. I mean, just because there's such a sh- uh, social pressure in terms of modern dating that just heavily yeah. relates to the drinking scene. You know, it's like people automatically think you're yeah. weird just because you don't want to drink. Well, no, I, but yeah, yeah. But, he, but he's, um, you know, looking for young. So like, he right. has no, ch- I mean, people in a bar, 21. That's, that's a, yeah, also a good point. Or lying about it. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't even have a reason to go to a bar at all. You know. Oh. And well, I, mean, I can't tell you how much of the dating scene just relies on that. It's so true. If you, you know, even if you're using dating apps or however, you, yeah. or, you know, first date, almost all the time, somebody wants to meet for drinks. If not, right. you know, then so that takes away two things, either for, you know, a first date possibility and a place where you would potentially meet someone, you know, just immediately taken out of the equation. It just, you know, I can I see where that say, would weigh heavily on social possibility. I used to say coffee or tequila. Can we pass the coffee? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. So, <laughs> go straight to the tequila. It makes stage so much more fun. Well, I, I, I absolutely, positively do not have any advice for you. I, I'm fascinated to learn more about your world, and, and I can't imagine, 
I mean, I, I'm a I'm a slightly attractive of age woman who is dating someone I love. I mean, I, I, maybe I consider myself lucky, but uh, but I don't have anything on my conscience of this isn't legal, and I. I'm not sure it would ever be legal. I mean, look at the country six years ago. It was illegal for a black man to marry a white woman, you know, and, and you, yeah. now you look at that and you think that's absurd. I mean, yeah, I mean, just have, yeah, because you can't convict someone of having a, a sexual preference. That's just something that you're, you know, that's uh, natural right. that you're born uh, with. I mean, right. there are times where people will be stoned for being gay, which now we look at and is absurd the same way it was interracial dating. Right. So, but it's still to this day, it's and illegal. It's, to, it's illegal. And, and, and like I, I told you, if you touched my child, I'd kill you. But yeah, you, yeah. you haven't touched anyone. And as a mother, but as a woman who's a sexual being, I, I can't imagine not having that luxury to to be with who you want to be with. But we have rules of society, and we have, you know, I, I don't think it's fair of us to make those decisions for those kids. It's like when. Jewish people get cut off. Uh, what's it called when they cut off the penis? Uh, circumcision. 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 Yeah. Like what they call it something else, though. Yeah. Um, a bris. A br- yeah. That's like, like the ceremony. What if What if the man grows up and he didn't want his penis touched? Then yeah. We made that decision yeah. for him. So. Yeah. We I, I we can't. That's the thing you have to understand is that we can't make decisions for them because they're not intelligent enough to understand that. They need to make that decision on their own. The same with religion. I mean, if I shove Christianity yeah. down my children's throat, like shove down mine, um, I, I'm going to fight it. I went to church yesterday, to that funeral yesterday, and they were saying the Lord's Prayer. Oh, I knew it, word for word. But did I say it? No. I just, yep. I, I, I think some decisions are better left to when we can make that when we're, I want to say old enough to make decisions, yeah. but some men personally, I don't think are dateable till they're 50 because <laughs> they're too fucking you immature. You're right. <laughs> you know, you are so right. So age is this. And I like mature, precocious young people. Yeah, but, but a 12-year-old can't be between. mature, although my 12-year-old is 25. Not not the regular, not a normal 12-year-old, not an average 12-year-old. I, I don't even know how to correct. respond to that. And I know it's because I'm conditioned and I have four children and I was sexually abused as a child. But, you know, I... I mean, same way, yeah, I, would I don't never, even know if I was. Oh, you don't even know if you were? Interesting. Yeah. I feel like something happened, but I don't know. I think I was too young to store that into long-term memory or something too traumatic. I don't know. Interesting. I really am not sure. I will say this has been the most bizarre conversation I've ever had. Cause I, de- cause I really, I really am conflicted on this. Now, if you touch someone, I would kind of hunt you down, but you haven't and you're conflicted sure. and I'm just, and I would never presume I- uh, to understand what it's like to be in that situation. But you know, Wanda and I have both throughout our lives struggled with, you know, the complications of dating and whatnot. And everyone wants to sit back and say there has to be some kind of middle ground there, a way that, you know, to, to, to work around that. But neither of us are arrogant enough to, to, to define what, you know, what that is. Well, and you're so far to one end yeah. that you're nowhere even near, near the middle of the bell curve. Right. Yeah. You know, I know I'm kind of far right. I'm a kind of a nut job. I I'm out there that. as well, but... But you're so far, like I. I mean, I just yeah. hang in there. Yeah. Uh, and you know, don't 
Yeah, I don't know. If it's- Just look for the look for the cute eighteen year old. Maybe I don't. Yeah. This is the oddest thing, oddest conversation. Thank you for not touching but, but a child. But it's very real and very much appreciated. It, it is. This is as real as it gets. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, so your name I, is I Unicorn I was... on. Um, I don't know your real name, but it's Unicorn on uh, Instagram, and it's spelled with a e. Yeah. And it is. It's how how ingenious of you. I realized I was attracted to kids when I was 14. So once I realized, I I actually became suicidal immediately and then had to learn how to live my life knowing I would always have this at that young age. So there are other people going through that at that age. Well, I talked to my psychologist today about you, actually, and he said... Wanted not all humans are sexual beings. Some people can go without sex. I'm like, what? That's got to be very rare. So that might be your only solution unless you learn to compromise. I mean, a lot of us yeah. have to compromise and marry people we want to marry. Take all the women that marry for money. Sure. <laughs> Seriously. Not that we're advocating that. I'm not <laughs> advocating that at all because I would never do right. that. Actually, I should, it's the second time I should marry for money. <laughs> Too bad Rennie doesn't make enough. <laughs> I'd still marry him. Uh, that's my boyfriend, by the way. Um, I, I, okay, thank you that you have opened my eyes and, and, I, and, I, and I hope for your sake you just don't do anything you're going to regret. I do. For sure. And I, I feel for you. Yeah. I really do. And I'm, I'm very grateful that you haven't acted upon it and, and taken something from another human being until they have the right to make that decision on their own. So yeah. I, I think that makes you, you know, somewhat courageous. I do. I agree. I hope we can talk again. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. We'll do this again. Okay, we got to sign out. I'm Wanda Means. I am the author of my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. Please buy it on Amazon.com or my website, WandaMeans.com. And don't forget, from tremendous pain comes what, Kevin? An incredible amount of strength. Ah, You got it. I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Strong.